tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> oh. Look at that. The Melancholy Ooh. Beats of Hill Street Blues. I love it. Yes. Great opener. One of those great cop shows. We're going to be talking about a great cop show today, everybody. Tonight? Why not tonight? Yes. Yeah, tonight. tonight. There you go. Welcome, everybody, to After Buzz's After Show for the new show, Angie Tribeca. Look at that. Just debuted on TBS. They're doing something interesting with it, a 25-hour binge marathon for the first season. We're going to be breaking on the first two episodes. I'm, B, uh, I'm Frank Moran. You can follow me at Happy Go Jackie on Twitter. But I'm joined by three great partners. We're going to create a great, a great unit that we're going to break down this entire season of Angie Tribeca. We're our own police squad yeah. here. Yes. Yeah. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> First off, we've got Nadine. Hey, guys. Nadine Delapella over here. You guys can catch me all over social media uh, at, at Nadine DP and the number three. So that's on Twitter. That's Instagram. I made it pretty easy. So. Were the first two yeah. taken? First, yeah, Most there's so <laughs> many things were taken. And then finally, I was like, okay, I'll throw my lucky number in there, and then we're good to go, and it worked. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, then next we've got our heartthrob in the precinct there. We've got Michael Klaus. You, me? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. pretty dreamy. It's <laughs> yes. harder not sitting here. <laughs> Do your best. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Michael Klaus TV, on Instagram, at the only MC. Oh, the only so one. I, There's I, no I other. took that early. I took it early. Smart thinking. The real MC was taken. The only MC was open, and I claimed it. Oh, mm, look at that. Wow. Shut it down for everybody else. That's Nobody it. Else. They're all pretenders. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do, like, the only MC three. Yeah, they have to put the another yeah. yes. I did. I didn't get on the train quick enough. Mm-mm. And then rounding us out, we've got Nikki Preston. Hi, guys. I'm Nikki Preston. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Nikki Preston TV. I had to add a TV. I, I couldn't get my name alone. Yeah. And uh, Instagram at Nikki.Preston. All right. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So we're going to be breaking it down. Angie Tribeca, developed by Steve Carell and Nancy Wells there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come together. Uh, They married couple. Got their start on the Mm -hmm. Second City. uh, Did uh, various shows. Worked together on The Daily Show. Now they're striking out together on their own, uh, producing their own show, Angie Tribeca. So yeah. we'll start with episode one, the pilot. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It yeah. was awesome. I it loved was. it. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's a show when you go into it, you have to know that it's not real. It's not. Yeah. Exactly. You have to go into it thinking this is going to be a stupid cop show. And once you like recognize that, it's the funniest thing. But I, I thought love, it was great. I love how serious they are, though. That's what makes it so funny is they're so believable. The acting yeah. is really terrific. Yeah. yeah. I was reading Rashida Jones said that, you know, she was just busting out laughing during some of the those takes when they're doing it I would imagine because everything is literal everything is literal it's basically like the movie Airplane in the TV version on steroids (laughs) absolutely so it starts off there with Angie Torbeka played by Rashida Jones there Mm -hmm. just doing her morning routine Mm -hmm. uh, which is incredibly extensive there just a little morning workout routine I can only imagine what's a that budget for a cop there to be able to redecorate her apartment constantly every single day. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, does she come home after work and then set it all up again? Like, she takes all the indents out of her refrigerator. She, like, sets yeah. everything back up just to knock it down in the morning. How much they, time does they it have take? people come right in right after yeah. she, yes, she, she leaves the whole crew to <laughs> decorate again. It looked like fun. I would love waking up and doing that. In the morning, yeah. and, and we had pointed out yeah. that in a couple of those scenes, she has man hands. <laughs> she which, does. Yes, she's going for the beastly look, and then they actually give her the beastly look. <laughs> you saw the arm hair oh there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to a crime scene, and the other convention I like though is that they always like to do that little like stinger, like a very much like a CSI David Caruso kind mm-hmm. of moment where they kind of do the big scream, go to the opening credits, and they come out. But I always like it. It's just the scream is not really just something from the Who, mm-hmm. but it's just one of the cops just be screaming yeah. in some kind of reaction to whatever's happening at the moment. Yeah. And they do a little different scream each time. Like the first episode, uh, he was screaming and Angie was looking at yep. him. Then the second episode, which we'll get to later, you know, it was just, yeah. it was just fun. Yeah. Every single one is a different mm-hmm. reason. Now, I do like that. Just yeah. even for the first episode, you can just see the runners that they're starting to develop. They were going to, we're going to be seeing the entire mm-hmm. season for the show. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with a, with a simple uh, mystery here. It's uh, well, first off, it's uh, Angie getting a partner. She yeah. doesn't like partners. Partner number mm-hmm. 237, Jay Giles, mm-hmm. guys. Reminded yeah. me, um, Starsky and Hutch. 
Yes. And yeah. I mean, you obviously see a lot of parallels through a lot of TV shows here, mm-hmm. but like joking shows, and that was the one that I caught there with the partner is Starsky and Hutch, where they each work alone and they don't want to work together, and obviously that's the drama you have unfold here. Yeah. And then when they're in the car and she's like, I don't want to get personal, and yeah. she's like <laughs> listing out all her rules of what she doesn't want to talk about. He's like, I just asked you a simple question. Mm-hmm. And she went on this whole yeah. tangent about like, random stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I didn't ask you about any of that, but okay. And then they just pretended to know. <laughs> now, what's your guys' rule if you're, if you're, if you're working with somebody? Whether yeah. it's like a teammate, partner, whatever the situation is, how much of yourself do you share? Do you want to share a lot? Do you want them to share a lot? Do you want to just kind of keep it very superficial? I wouldn't share that much information on the first ride, but yeah. no, not at all. <laughs> as you go, though. Yeah. I am kind of known to sharing too much information, so I probably would be like Angie, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. So we're going to get to know you really well. You yeah, very well. <laughs> well yeah. All right. All right. Nikki's going to be doing a lot of shares right through this episode <laughs> as well. I can't wait to see. Yeah, I think it's just like any relationship. You just gradually take it and you see what happens, give mm-hmm. and take, sort of, of people. It's not right away. Okay, here's my life story. This is what's <laughs> happening. It's you just slowly like feel someone out. Be like, okay, maybe I can share more. Maybe I can share less as the day goes. And also, you're working too. You're a cop. You shouldn't really yeah. be sharing all this personal yeah. stuff right away on the first day. Mm-hmm. Like you should like work on like, oh, we have a murder we need yeah. to solve. Let's deal with this first. Not about what your favorite kind of candy is. Like, come on now. But I mean, you could also approach with the, uh, the idea that I want to throw everything that I have at me this at this person. Mm-hmm. If they still accept me, then hey, we're going to be yeah. off to a great start. Absolutely. But if they don't accept you and you're already forced to be partners so then what do you do oh, then it's just this rough. awkward yeah. thing that's rough. Yeah. That's, then it's rough then it's so rough. then what do you do <laughs> then she's ready for number 200 and whatever <laughs> yeah. so the case this week is they're uh, trying to find out who is blackmailing the Mayor, Mayor Perry mm-hmm. who uh, shows them he's got a lot of unfortunate tattoos yes. interesting yeah, unique mm-hmm. yes who was yeah. one of them I wrote down one of them yeah I um, loved them yeah they were funny they were all different like play on words like it said like that's what sheep said yeah. like, <laughs> that's what sheep said that's what sheep said was one of them and yeah they were just a different play on words with sexual in- innuendos yeah my wife gives good yeah. headaches yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so now yeah. Uh, alright well we're already going to start Nikki we'll start with you maybe this might be one of those overshare moments any okay. tattoos yeah. that you have or anything I that you do. regret I have three tattoos. Ooh. Regretting any of them or no? Pride I, of all of them. I don't regret my tattoos. I actually regret a piercing I have, but... Uh, yeah, oh, which, okay. piercing? Oh, which piercing? Which <laughs> piercing? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting it already. Oh, all right. Sure, we're getting deep yes. already. <laughs> no, just, I just pierced my nose, and it's, it's giving me issues, so I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> did, wait, you, did you pierce it yourself? I did, actually. What? Oh, you <laughs> wow. Pierced your wow. Nose. No, I'm wow. joking. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Like, the whole parent trap with Ice you know, cube yeah, and the needle. Or yeah. in there. <laughs> oh my! Oh, how right. about you, Frank? Uh, I do have one tattoo, just a Superman emblem on my shoulder. So it took me a while. I always wanted one, and then I finally got that one. So no regrets mm-hmm. on that one. Yeah, but I, but I'm a, a fan of the idea that I only want tattoos where I can see them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, not, yeah, if I don't have a, if I have a tattoo on my back or something like yeah. that where I yeah. couldn't see it, then what's the point? What's the mm-hmm. point? I only regret one piercing I got. It was um, like the bar in your ear, yeah. and sleeping on that just oh. constantly hurt me all the time. And then one night it just got caught in something and ripped out oh yeah it was very bad we don't have to get into details about that but it ripped out and so i was in pain for six months sleeping on it then it ripped out and now it's gone so it was like the worst like six seven months of my life for no reason yeah i'm like why am i what was the point in any of this can we rewind here so do you have a little scar in your ear then yeah there is a little scar so it like ripped off the top part and so there's a little scar you can see it and like when i point out to people they like like, you know, after all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, this is a good message. Kids, don't get piercings. Don't get tattoos. Don't do that one. So, uh, yeah, so the bar, I regret that one completely. Michael seems like a good yeah. boy. Do you, I don't I see him I am deathly afraid of needles. I wince when I have to get blood drawn. So there are no tattoos and no needles going near my ears or nose. And based on that yeah. story, I don't oh, yeah. there will be yeah. one for a while. No. Yeah, That either. and my dad always had the rule, which I think he's watching right now. So, Dad, I learned this from you. He <laughs> said, you can get a piercing, but I have to make the hole. Mm. And so growing oh. up, when I was younger, that was the rule. Granted, I was like eight years old, but that's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, I would be so no. Yeah, yeah, no, didn't didn't quite do it for me. And well, it depends on how how gentle your dad is. Is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like he would take? you be very gentle making that hole. Probably not. I'm guessing not. Yeah. What's the next topic? That yeah. We're yeah. <laughs> he wasn't the one taking the splinters out of your fingers. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's a great father. He's a great father. <laughs> 
So now they've got to figure out who's yeah. blackmailing the mayor. Mm-hmm. So they start off thinking maybe it's the wife, maybe it's the mistress. So they go off to the wife, played by Nancy Wells Carell, yeah. mm-hmm. adding her last name to that. Mm-hmm. But that conversation, <laughs> I love that because it's just a lot of food it's being yeah, served yeah. throughout that conversation. And, and even though they ignore, and you, we saw this in the second episode too, they ignore all the obvious tangent mm-hmm. that they should be taking. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, well, it could be this person or it could be this. Well, let's just start with this person. Yes. Clearly, <laughs> just to go for it. Ignoring the obvious one and we'll circle around. Mm-hmm. And what reminded me of that scene when she's first at sound, she's like, would you like tea? No, would you like ribs? <laughs> would you all this? It reminded me, I was talking to you guys before about Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. How in um, Gold Member, it was Gold Member, right? And he's mm-hmm. offering, he's like a smoke and a pancake, a bong, <laughs> that type of thing. So I felt like they were doing that same type of like offering. I don't know, it was very relatable mm-hmm. to, to Austin mentioned later too with the knee yeah there was another another scene later when um he breaks his knee uh the detective uh, her partner breaks his knee um and then his leg comes up and it was the like the same from the same movie as well so i'm wondering if steve and nancy watched the movie if you guys are watching did you guys watch awesome (laughs) powers before we're writing this episode did you get a little inspiration (laughs) from there I'm curious. Maybe. I just like it because it felt like an Italian family. Like, have some ribs, <laughs> have some cake, have some cotton candy. Like, my mom will not let you leave the house <laughs> unless you eat something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did like they finally settled on the gyro or the gyro. Gyro. Yeah. Gyro. And then cotton candy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So both and of them then just, just food just hanging yeah. out of their mouth during that whole conversation. Oh. And she starts crying into the cotton candy. Yeah. Nancy Crowell does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys go over to someone's house, do you accept food or a drink? I think you should. You should yeah. like at least like a glass of something, obviously water or something. Just I don't know. Just, just yes. push it around in your plate. Yeah, you don't, don't have to actually to. eat it. You know. But I guess the other thing too is like if you know people are coming over, do you prepare something for them? Yes, mm-hmm. you must always. It's I'll rude must. if you don't. You the women to. are speaking here. We're like, yes, <laughs> you do. Comes over. You just got a buddy coming over. Yeah, yeah you know what's in the fridge. Yes, yeah. you go there. It depends there's how just, close you are too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, I'll, I'll settle like, maybe a bag of chips, but I'm not gonna like bake anything or like really. You would bake something. I would. I would bake something I would have the, the table would be filled with hors d'oeuvres I'd have beers I'd, I'd be ready when to go when are we go. coming over yeah exactly <laughs> after, after the show we have the after party yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it depends on the occasion yeah. it definitely depends on the occasion it's your oh. best friend it's like yeah the go in the fridge go check it out but uh, yeah. someone else maybe something more yeah. <laughs> go check out what I have in there nothing <laughs> right well, that's, uh, I don't know do you want to let somebody into your your fridge you know what's going on well if, if I'm the one saying hey just go check it out and they're my best friend yeah I mean they should know that part about me as well as my personality. Yeah. <laughs> what's in your fridge says a lot about you yeah. as well, so you should be that open with your friends, you know? Have yeah. a bottle of ketchup, you know, yeah. just a yeah. jar of pickles, things like that, yeah. I love pickles, oh, so that pickles is actually what's, yes. in, that's actually what's <laughs> in my fridge, so... <laughs> So the next up for them yeah. is Lisa Kudrow playing yep. the mistress. Mm-hmm. So love that they got a nice little uh, little great cameo. So many cameos. Yes. Mm-hmm. I read that for those cameos, it was basically all Rashida Jones. That she just knows all those people because I was reading on a couple of websites about articles about the television show and they said that Steve was like, I, we never would have gotten these, but Rashida just knows so many people in Hollywood. He's wow. really saying he wouldn't have, it's, he's Steve Carell. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he could have gotten some people though. He's probably playing know. it down. He's playing mm-hmm. it down a but little he was, bit. But he was like, yeah. Rashida just has I, so many friends, and she worked it completely and got... Because who you, who we have? We have uh, James Franco is mm-hmm. in one of yes. the first two episodes. Yep. You have Lisa Kudrow. Adam yeah. Scott. Adam, Adam Scott, Scott is in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more to come, That's I heard crazy. Bill Murray may be coming Bill in the Murray. future. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But I gotta mention, if Steve Carell came up to me, or anybody, and said, like, hey, do you want to just do a little bit? Like, who's gonna say no yeah. to Steve Carell? I've always wondered how that works. Because they all know each other, so how much... Yeah. You know, you see all these stars working together for movies. How much is it yeah. like coordinating mm-hmm. via text? Hey, just got this offer for this show. Do you in on this too? Yeah. Well, I think it's also like they're they're actors. They're doing it because they love it and they're passionate about mm-hmm. it. So if they see this fun script, they're like, yeah. I don't even need to get paid. Obviously, I want to be a part of it. This is my craft. This is what I love to do. That's what I would kind of assume as well. Other than like the whole mm-hmm. you scratch my back, I scratch your back type yeah. deal. So, mm-hmm. but I think that's a good uh, a good show of when you've kind of made it in the industry when people are just kind of reaching out to you. Hey, do yeah. you want to just come do this little bit thing for me? Yeah. Do you want to do this little bit thing? Then you just mm-hmm. feel like you all right. No, I guess I got something to offer. Yeah. yeah. Well, James Franco, he's known for that. He's in so yeah. many different. He makes so many cameos all the time. Yeah. I mean, he was in General Hospital for a while yeah. playing yeah. Franco. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I know when he did that, people were thinking like, why is he doing a soap opera? What yeah. is that? 
But he's like, no, no, it's a great art form. He just wanted to do the research. He see what teaches, it'd be like. he does soap operas, <laughs> he makes cameos. He, does <laughs> he doesn't does sleep. All. I believe yeah. he does not sleep. No, That's no. got to be true, right? Very talented no. man, yeah. very talented. James, do you sleep? <laughs> no, just reach out on Instagram. Yeah, please, <laughs> we'll find out. He looks pretty good for not sleeping. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's what not sleeping does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now we find out, our, we, we, uh, we get uh, a little sexual tension there between Giles yeah. and Tribeca there. They mm-hmm. get back in the car after talking to uh, Lisa Gaudreau's Mitra mistress and uh, you see like <laughs> I do like they take the gum out mm-hmm. before they think about making out so Saturday ladies do you want it? do you do that if you're going to make out with somebody and you're chewing gum do you take out the gum before you make out with somebody no I've never I've really never I done that you it, sort of yeah. just push yeah. it to the side because <laughs> they're supposed to do be like hang on like yeah. that's disgusting you shouldn't be thinking about it that much yeah. and they did it twice too I love it just push it to the side would you swallow it no no I can't just swallow the no I just push it yeah there's like a little pocket down here normally I store all my yeah. things. <laughs> I don't have a purse. My purse is in a lot of money. I'll show you later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Do we see this as something that's going somewhere? Obviously, it's, it's there throughout and even the first and second episode and then they have the wedding, mm-hmm. the fake wedding. Do we so. see this going somewhere? I do, but I think they're gonna really make it last a long time. We're not gonna. <laughs> I I wanted them to like kiss the first episode, <laughs> but I feel like we might have to wait till the second season to see anything. Yeah, I feel like the way the show goes, that they'll push it and do as many kind of different kind of joke variations mm-hmm. until they've kind of exhausted those. Then mm-hmm. like get them together, do kind of all the variations that you mm-hmm. could do on that, and then break them up and do all the variations There's with a them. A lot of, of awkward yeah. breakup things. Yes, yeah. do awkward breakups as partners, and I'm sure the lieutenant isn't gonna want to split them once they break <laughs> up. Yeah. Yes. And so then they have to work together and then they're fight. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that's going to happen for sure. But I was speaking about the car before they first got in, a, a cool thing I thought, or funny thing I thought they were doing, they were doing like product placement. Oh, yeah. So like a huge uh, a logo would come up on the screen and said Ford.com. Like was check out five Ford. Or yes. six times I counted five times, I believe, Ford yeah. came up. But yeah. I think they had to do that because they didn't show any commercials. Mm-hmm. So that was how they had to advertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was either that or that they purposely just did that. Yeah, like, or that as a part of the show. It's what I'm curious about is mm-hmm. whether it was specifically mm-hmm. because money for money monetary reasons or if it was just a part of the fun is it because the show is literally show. just that off the wall yeah. anything goes exactly that's well, what I'm saying I think it was it was a, it was a commercial free binge marathon but mm-hmm. I think that they also just had fun like what's the most awkward or obvious way we could do this <laughs> yeah. product placement and yeah. just still have fun with it so yeah. and they like, used a bunch of different vehicles too yeah there was a bunch of different Ford vehicles I counted at least three oh, oh, wow. so <laughs> yeah. shows it yeah. And it was a huge graphic too. It wasn't like this. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Or they just showed the logo. It was like a huge Ford.com. Yeah, and they with had a little music? sounder with it. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought it was doing. so well done. Might as well just embrace it, run with exactly. it. Yeah. I, was, I was hoping that the logo would constantly keep getting bigger and bigger. Maybe they'll be listening. That's a great idea. Yeah. Come on, guys. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on iTunes. Yeah, we'll get tons of ideas for you guys. So we meet two more reoccurring characters right after that. We go over to the other. The, uh, the medical examiner's office. So we meet Dr. <laughs> Edelweiss and Dr. Scholl. Yeah. Uh, uh Molina, fantastic. Love him. Mm-hmm. So great to see him in this role. Uh, and I see like we get another runner that we're going to see is Dr. Edelweiss always has some sort of uh, disability yes. yeah. that he comes in with that yeah. is a fake one, but yeah. he still he plays the heck out yeah. of it until he gives it up. Yeah. Keep it for about 15 seconds. Yes. <laughs> until he can get someone, until he catches someone. Like yeah. he was in the wheelchair this first episode mm-hmm. and um, the detective or the, the partner went to mm-hmm. go shake his hand and he's like, does it look like I can shake yeah. your hand? And then after he got him, he stood up and then went. Like, okay, you made your bit, you got your lap, you got your jug, then you're done with it. You and don't I, try to drag I it. I love out. it how he used the claw too to like pick up all the the toys oh. and the little bear. And yes, they're they're the very high tech state of the art examining device. It's oh, just yeah. a big claw machine. Yeah. yeah. The first here's a question. The first episode. There's so many jokes. Mm-hmm. Are there two? Are there two? I mean, we're what like not even halfway through the first episode that we're talking about all these jokes and all these funny things. Mm-hmm. Is it too much? Did they go over the top? Do you think that... I think the whole premise of the show is to be over the top. So if you're going to do it, you have to own it. So if they went into it with this crazy, ridiculous script, but then they didn't fully like in, like yeah. go with all those jokes, meet all those punchlines, then it would have just flopped, I think. And this I, is the type of show that it's fun to watch again. Like, we watched it a couple times, oh, and we were noticing new things. Like, we noticed things. the hand. So I think they kind of like to hide things so you can rewatch it and, and see what else is hidden yeah. in the show. Yeah, a couple jokes I was like, wait, why are they all saying that together? And then it was yeah. like, oh, because she just said... 
let's say, you know, something. Mm-hmm. And then it was yeah. like, oh, everyone just said it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very much in the style, as we talked about before, those airplane movies, the police squad show that with yeah. Leslie Nielsen, mm-hmm. where you just, the Zucker brothers threw so many jokes at mm-hmm. you that, I mean, it was like the, uh, just a high percentage. Mm-hmm. You keep throwing as, uh, tons of them. Some are going to be great. Some mm-hmm. are just going to be like, uh, but mm-hmm. we're just going to keep throwing them at you <laughs> yeah. the whole time. It was very witty, and, and eventually someone will laugh. You're like, they'll yes. get a miss, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. one out of ten, you're going <laughs> to yeah. laugh at one of the jokes. Let's do just fire them out. Like, fire yeah. the jokes. <laughs> Don't think too much about it because five seconds later, there's another one. Yeah, there's yeah, another one for you, and you're good. <laughs> Well, even at Alfred Molina, when he wants to see a close-up of the uh, of the ransom note, there yeah. uh, the, the blackmail note, it's magnify, enlarge, and then uh, make look big. <laughs> make, yeah. look big. make look big. Make nothing look. was happening on the screen. <laughs> make look big. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, now we'll zoom in. Did uh, are there any prints on that? Yeah. No, I wiped them all off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved in the beginning too how uh, the old woman in the beginning of the show. So the old woman, she was presumed dead uh, in the ninety to late yes. to early one hundred year old woman, and then when the they're in the medical examiner's office in the beginning. Yeah. They really quickly. They're like, "All right, good night." <laughs> she's in. She's on the table. They put all yeah. the dead bodies to go into the refrigerator. She's like, "Good night," and then they just push her in. <laughs> it was just so like no one she talked about so it. It was so adorable. I loved it. She's alive. They're pushing her yeah. in there. Keep pretending she's dead. It's just so off the wall that it's awesome. I loved it. Uh, it's so because even even just like background signs when they first cut over back to the police station after that, you see they're in the gym working out there, and you see one of the mm-hmm. uh, the signs up there. It just says, uh, uh, "If you run, you will only go to jail tired." Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and that's the funny part is that he ran in the in the in this first episode. Yes. He ran yes. away from them, so yeah, I think that was yeah. sort of I don't know. They're predicting what he was going to do. I didn't. Exactly. I, didn't that. I kind of just thought of that Look right that. now when you said that. Yeah. yeah, no, there was a lot of foreshadowing. Like yeah. in the in the very beginning of the episode, you see Angie throwing her backpack to hit someone, and then that's how she mm-hmm. ended up catching yes. the criminal was yeah. by throwing her backpack. Another one is in the second episode where there's the ring that James Franco originally cuffs her with the ring and then at the end they're both holding the handcuffs. Yeah. At oh, the wedding. Yes. There you go. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, the next thing they, uh, they, the next person they investigate there is the art teacher because the mayor does say that in addition to his wife mistress having seen his tattoos mm-hmm. he does also pose as a nude model mm-hmm. uh, for the local art school. So he goes and they go to the local art school and talk to Gary Cole plays the teacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. fantastic? I oh, love that he is the one that plays. Like that was a great cameo as yes. well. Can I say? Because no. that man, he can play very serious dramatic roles, and then he also can do very comedic roles like this. Yeah. And you see him in this, and he just—he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Art teacher slash globetrot aficionado. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I like that they end up with they say like don't go out don't go anywhere. So he starts listing all the yeah, important yeah. life dates. Like, I've got my grandmother's birthday. I've yeah. got this nope. wedding to go to. Nope. nope. The Globetrotters <laughs> in October. Yeah. That one will let you go too. Yes. And then even ending with don't do anything stupid. And he goes, oh, of course not. And then he starts playing with a toaster yeah. and a fork. There, and starts sticking that in That's there. That's what I'm saying. Those type yes. of jokes. Just, just, there's yeah. so many of them that you have to laugh at. That you have to understand and get the wittiness behind all oh. of those. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then he had just uh, he had just met with her. And then a few a few minutes later, she decides to come in and, and pretend to be mm-hmm. the nude model. Mm-hmm. And she's just wearing a wig. Yeah. Really, you're not going to notice that's not, <laughs> that is not the same woman. It's not Angie exactly. Tribeca no. standing right there. No, no. And, you know, and then naked. Really, like, <laughs> how long would it have taken her to staple all those pictures together to just, make a dress? Oh I yeah, mean, <laughs> yeah. Later, when she was leaving, she had no yeah. clothes on. She had mm-hmm. to staple the, the. Well, dress they were having together. a pretty intense police chase that seemed mm-hmm. to go on for a while. Yeah. Yes, a very long time. So well, yes, we have Angie going undercover as a nude model yeah. now, yeah. Uh, and then p- goes and poses for that class, the life drawing class. Mm-hmm. Have you, would you guys ever pose for a life drawing class? Would you be a nude model? I couldn't do it. I no. actually tried once in college. My friend was like, <laughs> "Really? Yeah, yes, my friend, thank you. Yes, you know so yes. much information." She told us. Yeah. <laughs> no, my friend and I, we needed money. We're like, "Oh, maybe we should." It's, it's tasteful. It it's for art. It's for college. But no, I couldn't get myself to do it. I never did it. Yeah, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. Nope. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I I'm not really the, sure. Their offer's never been there, so I don't no? know if I'd say yes or no yet. All right. Well, I took possibly. a I took a life drawing class. I was an art major, so oh, I, really? I drew many nude models. Yeah. And uh, there was one guy. I was like, "What I do this?" And there was a uh, a trucker that would do it uh he would just come in and while we were on breaks he would just walk over without putting on his robe and he'd just be like <laughs> chatting to people guys and girls about their drawings and just the general day-to-day stuff but just naked just standing there with you know like you said did you say a trucker a trucker is it like what we think of trucker like a big 
dude, just hair, you know, yeah. yep. cap, facial yep. hair, everything. Just a nice big overweight kind of guy. So literally, what I'm picturing a naked guy in my head right now is what you were. Okay. Yes. There you go. Yep. Always like that. Anytime you go into a dressing room anywhere, the people that really shouldn't be naked are the ones standing there walking around naked. Mm-hmm. Anyone with a great body is like instantly covered up. Yeah. It's the uh, Seinfeld joke where he's on the train with a guy and the guy says, "I'm not ashamed to be naked," and he's like, "That's the problem. <laughs> you, you should, should be. be. You should be ashamed of all people. <laughs> yeah. You should be the insecure one." And of course, everyone has a great body. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. And then of course the instant giveaway where he says, "Oh, the tattoos," and yeah, I would uh, blackmail someone for four thousand dollars. Yes. But he says the specific number. Yeah. Like, exactly. Just goes back to the jokes. I love them. I mm-hmm. love the corniness of it. It just it's great. Yeah, and then, and, yeah. And then even Andrea Tarbeck doing her like her zinger to him. Well, it looks like somebody else is gonna have to sit in the audience <laughs> and have confetti acted like it was like a bucket of water with confetti yeah. and thrown at them. Yeah. Like, oh all right, nice, <laughs> nice. Oh darn it, I lose my I lose my ticket. <laughs> yes. Darn it. But what happens though is when they start to chase him, once he leaves the the room and they go on the, on this chase, is uh when Giles, the the partner when he does all the classic cop yeah. moves when you're chasing someone. You jump off the roof. You roll over the car. Yeah. You just stop and you stand and you roll for no reason. He was uh, playing a it Mission all Impossible made reference when yeah. he was running yeah. down the yes. side of the building. Mm-hmm. And again, like what you were saying earlier with uh, Angie's when they did the close-ups, like that, the man kind of hands there for the, the for the beast, yeah. like this obvious stunt doubles and stuff, which is so great to see. Like, yeah, you that's see cl- the stunt yeah, you do. Yes. You actually see them. Yeah, you're like, that's clearly that guy was doing that. All right, that's great. I love it. Editing yeah. must have been so easy because yeah. they're like, oh, we don't have to cut. Just go in, just yeah. play it off. Yeah. <laughs> Even the scene after they, when they eventually catch uh, Gary Cole and they uh, Angie throws the backpack at him, it's just a stunt double getting hit with the bag. It's got a bad <laughs> wig on and yeah. everything. Like, oh yes, fantastic. Yeah. So, and I love too. There was. I don't know if you guys caught this, but it said emergency rope when mm-hmm. he realized that he was a level, <laughs> yeah. he was a story above uh, the, who yes. he was chasing. And it says emergency rope as he throws that down and then he just climbs down with the rope. Yeah. It's just so random. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It felt like Mission Impossible, yeah. Superman type stuff. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. I was amazed how fat, I mean, that's near the end of the episode. I was amazed how quickly the first episode went. Maybe it's because yeah. there were no commercials, so it was literally just bang, bang, bang. Yeah. But I got to that point and I was like, are we done? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was really quick. Yeah. yeah, it was. That's why we needed the marathon. We could watch it all night long. Oh, no, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, so now it ends there. They capture Gary Cole. They get to put the bad guy away there. And uh, Jay, uh, Giles and Tribeca yeah. seem to uh, enjoy being this whole partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there the, there's yeah. that little... Yeah. 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 Connection there. Yes. There's something there. Yeah. Yeah. And then the elevator door opens and then Giles falls down mm-hmm. and breaks his leg. Yeah. So look at that. So yeah. there you go. It all yeah. goes full circle to the word. Yeah. And then he just breaks his leg. I had also read uh, Nancy was talking to a, an outlet and she said that they had almost thought about killing him every single episode and then bringing him back. But they said he was just too likable of a character that they couldn't do it. <laughs> so maybe just that first one is they did it and then they were like, oh, we can't just keep doing this because yeah. he's such a likable guy. Yeah, he's I, only going to yeah. break his leg. Like, yeah. I was surprised too that in the beginning of the second episode which we'll get to that they referenced to him falling I thought oh that's gonna how the episode's gonna end that way they're not yeah. even gonna bring it up in the second episode there and they did yeah. you know so just as a pilot right there, uh, I mean we had the marathon so we with the second episode aired right away but just taking it as a pilot what'd you guys think? I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I watched The Office, loved The Office, but I was very happy that it wasn't so similar to The Office as well. Mm-hmm. Because going into it, you think Steve Carell, you think, okay, he's going to write this. He's going to write it like based off the show that made him so famous, mm-hmm. basically. And I love that it was still that funny, quirky comedy, but it was heightened. It was very heightened, yeah. and it was out of this world. And I think if you're going to do it, like we said before, if you're going to make these jokes, you got to go for it 110%. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have half, you know, have to. I feel so. like once it becomes a once a week thing, I will enjoy it maybe a little more because it's not just like constant. It's not like 110% for an episode and then you have nine more episodes. It'll be like that thing once a week where you're like, oh, I'll get some really good laughs and you look forward to it for the next week. So it's not like over the top on top of over Mm -hmm. the top. Yeah. I kind of wanted to see them... I don't know. Not I feel like Angie at the beginning she was trying to be so tough and so hard and like you know I don't need another partner and then she caved in so easily and and liked him and accepted <laughs> Giles and I feel like there there needed to be maybe mm. a little bit more attention. I think they needed to be kind of at each other's throats a little bit longer. But all right, mm-hmm. I feel like for me it's uh, maybe like if I uh, compared to like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which mm-hmm. might have more genuine laugh out loud moments for me. For this, it was just like one of those you could just watch for like that first episode and just enjoy mm-hmm. it. You may, mm-hmm. you may you may chuckle a little bit, or, yeah. but the whole time you're I was. 
just enjoying myself the mm-hmm. whole time. Like, mm-hmm. all right. You have to know what you're getting into as well. You have yeah. to know that it is that mock comedy mm-hmm. that they're just making fun of everything and nothing is real. Well, I think I love that too is that at any point, if you just turn on your television and it's halfway through the episode, you can still mm-hmm. sit yeah. and watch it and enjoy it and laugh and not really need to know what kind of happened prior mm-hmm. because there are all those jokes. So I think yeah. that's, that's a great way that they did that as well. So. And if you miss a joke too, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really relate to the storyline whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah. you can just keep going. That's yeah. true. Yeah, this is like the first cop show I've seen where the whole murder part of it or the whole yeah. missing person part of it really doesn't matter. It's yeah. more no. about the jokes than no. it is. You know yeah. right away yeah. who it is. Yeah. But yeah. Two yeah. possible suspects for Absolutely. five seconds then you realize it's, <laughs> it's the one person. <laughs> so we're doing almost like our own little marathon, mar- mini marathon right here. We're going to be doing two episodes mm-hmm. here. Uh, we're going to roll right into episode number two, which, as we're talking about, just tells you who right away who did it. Uh, the title of the episode for episode two is The Wedding Planner Did It. <laughs> so right away, they're just like... The Wedding mm-hmm. Planner Did It. Yep. We're letting you know exactly. This is who did it. Don't worry about it. This is what you're getting into. Yes. Here. And we pick up right up there in the hospital, seeing if mm-hmm. Giles is alive or not. Yeah. And first, Adam Scott comes out with another little cameo playing Loved the doctor. that cameo. That yes. was so brilliantly done. I loved mm-hmm. it. And I always want doctors to say that you always think, oh, maybe they did get me mixed up. They walk out like they know who I am, but... They probably have no idea who I am, so it was kind of funny to see him be pretend or not pretend, but think that yeah. it was someone else who died and not really the partner. It was kind of mm-hmm. funny, but it wasn't even like close because it was like an elderly black man that yeah. died. So <laughs> yeah, not yeah. even close. Like we, you're not his wife. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not his. You're not his wife. No? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, the great part about it was, or the the ridiculous part about it was, is once they found out that like, oh, it's the wrong person, they started cracking. They're like, ha ha. Buffy was dead. Yeah. <laughs> like that's something so. Yeah, it's like a, it was like a two second pause of silence. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, yeah, what would that be like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can picture yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's laugh about it even more. Yeah. <laughs> and then it even tags out there as they turn around. Uh, Giles walks back and he's just wearing his little, uh, little hospital smock. Yeah, just yeah. open. But then for yeah. back of the leaves as well. And her dress is open in the back as well. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. Partners, they have to match each other. They yes. have each other's backs. There you go. Literally. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Good one. Got it. <laughs> and he comes out on, on crutches too. But then like a minute later, he doesn't need him anymore. It's like he didn't even hurt himself. Some ankle sprains are yeah. worse than others. You know what he says? Yes. <laughs> so now we find a little bit backstory with Angie this episode. We find out that yeah. she the reason she hates partners so much is that she was engaged to one of her partners mm-hmm. and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. We find out this partner's played by James Franco. Yeah. The, non, the non-sleeping, really good-looking James Franco. Yes, yes. always working, mm-hmm. always yeah. working. I think he looked a little sleepy in this. And you can see, like, like all right, he just got yeah. off like a flight from New York after teaching, mm-hmm. came in, did this, and then headed right back. Mm-hmm. So uh, we find out that he disappeared, and so now Angie's like always forever haunted by the idea of in weddings. In a typical Mar- cop fashion, too, of like, oh, you shouldn't be doing, shouldn't go in that yeah. dark hallway alone. Yes. <laughs> Wait for backup. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Even the flashback just goes in, it plays in all yeah. the cliches, starts slowing down, turns into like, like that filtered kind of blue-gray kind mm-hmm. of look, slows down, the, you know, the creepy childhood sing-along music starts playing yeah. as mm-hmm. well. Yes. Hear a little swing creep. Yes. What you're trying to figure yeah, out is what, what actual movie? horror movie is that from? It was definitely a play on some The yeah. Ring or The Shining. Yeah. I'm a, I don't watch this type of Mm-mm. film. So maybe I just think that that's what every horror movie yeah. looks like. So I'm thinking there may have to be one. But Well, if I kind of um, like the, the Nightmare on Elm Street ones. They always had like, those children's nursery rhymes. And they're like, the one, two, mm-hmm. Freddy's coming for you. And they'd always kind of play that creepy little mm-hmm. children's like nursery rhyme any time that Freddy was being talked about. Okay. I'm a baby, so I can't yeah, watch this. I'm with you, girl. Right. Oh, I'm totally okay. with you. I cannot watch that mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, it was funny. I loved how they did that, too. Yeah, it was it was cool. Well, I mean, that's, I mean the one thing is like workplace romance is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys uh, think that they're okay? Do you guys like, no, 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 we're not going to involve with somebody that we work with? Because, I mean, you know, if he, something happens, disappears, yeah. breaks up, I mean, that's kind of awkward for your partnership. I don't think it's ever a good idea because it, the relationships, I don't know, at least maybe it's me, they never seem to last. And then you're stuck working <laughs> mm-hmm. with this person and... Oh, I feel I mean, Nikki's got a story about yeah. that. Nikki, you want to share? You want to yeah, share a story, yeah. Nikki? It's only it's only the first episode, so I'll wait. You know? <laughs> oh, all right, okay. <laughs> Later on, you can out. look forward to it. <laughs> I think it's important to draw that line, which they did, and of course, then just completely went away from it. That it's yeah. like draw the line of like, oh, we're partners, there's nothing serious, and then of course, yeah. something is happening. Well, what's interesting to me is, yeah, she was gonna marry one of her partners, James Franco, yeah. and now she's she's flirting with Guile. So it's yeah. like. 
Is this why you've had 237 partners? Have you tried right. to date all of them? Or right. done, done Women love of... the uniform, right? I don't know. Maybe. I think it's the uniform. <laughs> it might be. But I love that when James Franco proposed to her, it was so cute how he was like, you have the right to remain beautiful. And <laughs> instead of cuffing her, you know, put the ring on yep. her finger. It was so romantic, I thought. <laughs> but it was great because it was even the, uh, the cuff sound effects, but it was just the, the engagement yeah. ring. What are, yeah. you putting on, what are you putting on my finger? Oh, the engagement ring. Okay. I thought a funny mm-hmm. joke that they threw in there. They're like, do you mind swinging? Yeah. 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 And he goes, oh yeah, or he says something like that, and then they go and they actually just swing. That's <laughs> not what everyone else thought swinging yeah. would be. So I thought that was that was funny that they did that. But uh. well, now they and they get called away for the the crime this week. There there yeah. is a baker dead, and when they gather, Doctor Scholl is just tracing the outline of the body <laughs> using uh, whipped cream. I there, love it. a can of whipped cream. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes, favorite joke of the uh, so far is when they said that there's been twelve, there's been a dozen baker murders, and she's like. So thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even it. catch that one. Love it. That was love it. So that's what I'm saying. These jokes are so witty. Yeah, you can literally watch yeah. it two, three times, and you're catching different things every yeah. time. Yeah. Which was the part, point I think of why they wanted to do the marathon. Mm-hmm. And what they said is that because people can you know tune in and they realize they missed stuff, so watch it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have five times to watch it. It's actually still going on right now. Hopefully. You know, you guys are actually watching us and not. <laughs> yes, there you go. DVR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we see a little bit of, uh, which I wasn't sure if this episode of they're playing with Angie just imagining things or it was really happening where Giles would constantly just kind of pepper the end of his sentences with like some kind of like <laughs> romantic uh, gesture. Like, I love yeah. you, want to make babies with you. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't sure. It was like, is Angie just imagining this or is he really saying that? Yeah. So is this whole relationship more one-sided? Obviously, he wants it. So is that a dynamic that we'll see moving forward? Well, I think you see here that her mind is just so clouded by her the history coming up, her past. With all mm-hmm. they're dealing yeah. with a wedding, basically murder type thing. So all she's doing is thinking about James Franco the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's hard for her to sort of maybe have feelings for Guy mm-hmm. while she's thinking about and they're doing they're trying to solve this case. So. She didn't even want to be on this case. She yeah. has to get removed. Yeah. 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 So I think it's hard for her to really mm-hmm. try and show her affection and her feelings for him when she's just thinking about her ex the whole time. So but I think we kind of get it. Kind of the relationship moves to a different place, it seems, by the end of that yeah. episode. I feel like maybe she's kind of exercised those mm-hmm. kind of demons there, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A little bit. We'll they get over things them. fast in the show, so I think so. Yeah. <laughs> five minutes, it's yeah. over. <laughs> so they head over back to the medical examiner's office after that, so we get to see Dr. Scholl, Dr. Edelweiss <laughs> yeah. again, who comes in as a blind man yeah. this time. Next yes. disability. I think you yeah. see one of my favorite characters yeah. so far. Well, so maybe my favorite character on the show so far. And he's only in it for about three minutes of the yeah. entire episode. But yeah, he comes in as a blind man this time. And like I said, said before he he plays being blind until he makes a joke and he like hits her head and feels yeah. her face and then all of a sudden he's cured and it's like yeah. okay you took it <laughs> was it just me or did he get like a cheap feeling I felt like he kind of oh, reached yeah. down a little yes. bit oh, yeah. 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 and then okay. with the guy turning your head yes. cough yeah. Yeah. yeah which I just like because they by that point they know that he that's his thing and so, but they just they don't comment they just sit there and let him go through the whole thing like alright eventually he's going to stop but it's great <laughs> just see what, how far he'll take it I'm not sure if he's going to be a reoccurring character there was talk that he may only be in a few really? Episodes, but oh, I no. think I think he's doing well, and I think that he will continue. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I'm really afraid. I'm crying too. <laughs> Nikki, how could you? These are the kind of things I wanted you to share. I wanted this you to share. He's my favorite. Yes. Don't tell me this heartbreak. <laughs> but uh, oh, he cra- c- cracks the case though because yeah. you notice that the, the frosted Giles just can't get enough of this cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry to cut in. Um, according to IMDb, he, he is only in three episodes. Oh yeah. goodness. So, but there was time. That's it. I'm done. That's it. We're done. Yep. Man. End the show. Mark, cut it. Cut it, Mark. We're done. <laughs> That's it. We're cutting oh, wow. cut the show, guys. That's it. <laughs> yeah, she took that. He took that literally. Yeah, he tried. He tried back up. But, but so yeah. uh, he does figure it out that there's something with the cake, though, that he he learned as he bakes the cake in the microwave there at 400 yeah. degrees, that yeah. it turns into a, a brick of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what they do. They melt down the sugar, they cut, they cut sugar and all the frost, and they can put drugs inside these kind of yeah. cakes. And I, I just love that joke, too. They put it in, and then just a whole oh. thing of drugs yeah. just right. come out. It wasn't like melted cake or mm-hmm. anything. It was wonderful. It was yeah. Good. I'm amazed by the people's uh, ingenuity in trying yeah. to smuggle <laughs> drugs or sell yeah. drugs. Like, yeah. all right, sure. Yeah. Do you think writing the script was too easy, or they actually like had to think too hard to come up with some of these jokes do you think like for this joke I mean is it too easy that it's like hey let's just make the drugs in the cake or is that like oh we actually have to think to actually figure out where this would go I think 
that's how Steve Carell's mind just works. He mm-hmm. kind of has that type of personality, at least from the parts he's played in The Office and different things, and I'm assuming his wife Nancy also kind of has that personality. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the two of them, it, it was probably real quick for them to whip that out, because I know they were shopping the idea around, and people weren't interested in the beginning, and then TVS finally was interested, and they're like, oh, wow, we, we actually have to write a script now. <laughs> so they yeah. like whipped it up pretty quickly, I think. And this one has so much wordplay in this mm-hmm. episode. Even the even mm-hmm. the, the first one had a no, uh, no, but this one felt more like you're watching Airplane or a Police Squad. Mm-hmm. For even things like when Giles is interviewing uh, Gina Tay, the wedding planner, and there's a phone, you hear a phone ring, and she says, oh, "Sorry, detective, I have to take this," and grabs <laughs> his pen and then leaves the yeah, scene yeah. right there for that. Like, oh, that's, that's great. Well, yeah. we're talking about the writing. I saw an interview that the two of them did talking about the show, and he says in there specifically, he goes, "She makes me laugh more than anybody." So you can only imagine those writing sessions where you, we all think it's him too, but I'm sure she is just coming yeah. up with all of these. Yeah. I mean, she was on SNL, she was on the Daily Show. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing. But yeah, I'd be very interested in, in asking them about that if it was hard or not, because yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to be too funny, you yeah. know, because then it comes off corny. Or, but mm-hmm. I mean, this show is a little corny, but it's more than a little corny. There's more substance to it. It's more wit. So it is. Yeah. I, I could imagine it being difficult. Yeah, because yeah. at no point in either of these episodes that I feel like the jokes were terrible. Like, oh, yeah. that was, that was yeah. but I just, yeah. you know, some were, they were like, oh, that, I, I always just admired just the wordplay and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a great take on that line. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you have to like understand like what you were saying about a baker's dozen. If someone doesn't yeah. know yeah. what a baker's yeah. dozen is, they're not going to get that joke. So it's not sort of right in your face, some of them. You yeah. have to think about it a but they kept it flowing, I think. So it wasn't like if they, they never gave any like silence or like pause after a joke for it to mm-hmm. set in. I mean, they literally just kept going yeah, because yeah. there would be another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's what I love about it. Yeah, very, very well. I'll use the word witty tonight to yeah, describe all of it. I use it a thousand times already. I'm gonna keep using it. Witty, <laughs> <laughs> smart too. I feel like it was very smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, good. even when they're interviewing the uh, the guy that's cleaning the uh, the warehouse there, and it's like, oh, this guy doesn't know anything. He's like, mm-hmm. the capital of Bulgaria is Sofia. <laughs> All right, he knows one thing. All right, he, he knows, knows one thing. thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and then he knows that they're putting the drugs in the cake, but he's like, oh, or she's like, oh, you got to call me. I don't want to hear a person. <laughs> yeah. You got to yeah. call me. <laughs> she's like, I said, call me. Yeah. Keep walking. Like, that's not a big part of the case to break. <laughs> <laughs> so they Funny. figure out that the wedding planner, she's the one responsible, but they got to catch her in the act. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they go to the captain yeah. or the lieutenant and say, like, oh, this is what we need to do we need to do a fake wedding yeah. which we have not really given enough proper praise to jerry burns as a lieutenant that's Man. true, yeah. oh. that's that's true. Mm-hmm. i feel like he's always talking so loud as well he's just always in there screaming or talking yeah. like this for whatever mm-hmm. whatever reason it's the typical it's the typical like police chief that yeah. has been seen in the movie it reminded me of bad boys the police chief in there who is always just hothead and he's always mad and yeah. it's this typical there of that's what they're stereotyping because yeah. the whole show is stereotyped yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just screaming for people coming into yeah. the office or whatever favors or ridiculous questions they may have and, no, but, but yeah. the one thing that is not stereotypical though is the uh, couple other people that work on the force Dion Cole and his partner who's yeah. <laughs> just we haven't dog. talked about this yet oh yeah. man yeah, yeah. everybody treats that dog as though it was just a human partner yeah. right yeah. there mm-hmm. nobody ba- nobody acknowledges that it's a dog mm-hmm. yeah. nothing well when I heard there was going to be a dog in the show I was wondering if they were going to actually like make the mouth move and have yeah. him actually being mm-hmm. like a talking dog yeah. um, but in reality what happens is the dog doesn't talk at all and his partner just talks for him so <laughs> the whole time it's so great it's even so in the previous episode when they're at the, in the gym and the dog's holding the, po- the boxing <laughs> bag there while yeah, yeah. the partner's punching away at it oh. and, and Tanner it's funny Tanner just like talks to him and like has his own mm-hmm. like little conversation I, yeah I love it yeah because mm-hmm. they want to break down they take a moment to figure out what shaved ice is yeah, they gotta, yeah, they, yes like, yeah, bring in the dog bring in the uh, Deanna Cole find out what is shaved ice can yeah. you break it down for yeah. us yeah. it's not well, gelato it's not yeah. milk based <laughs> that was funny though there's Italian ice there's yeah. shaved yeah. ice there's there's all these different I didn't even snow cone I didn't even all think of that until they brought all this up yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so sorry yeah. I'm starving too. we'll get we'll get that after are you, like, like, are you setting out ice cream for us when we come I was going to say you're providing it right ice cream popsicles shaved ice I love it I love it it's going to be a fun show to be on I do hope to see more of their characters though that they'll play off more of them in the future and maybe they can go out or I mean not as a main thing yeah. but because they're really only like really quick bites yeah. in the first couple yeah. episodes. I know all Tanner ever says is like Lieutenant wants to talk to you. And yeah. I love it how his eyes like bug out like every time he has something to say. Like it's the most like <laughs> urgent, and crazy. Yeah. Well, I did read that later on in the uh, the season they are going to have more of a, uh, a, a they're, they're focusing on that partnership. So okay. Yes. I would love to see them in the field. See if they do a little James <laughs> yeah. Bond type Mission Impossible <laughs> action with a dog jumping places <laughs> and doing flips. That yeah. would be great for me to see something crazy yeah. with the dog happening. So. So. And of course, Angie, uh, against doing the wedding, because we mm-hmm. talked about she mm-hmm. has a tremendous fear of any sort of kind of wedding because mm-hmm. of what happened with her partner, James Franco, there. So she's 
has to be reluctantly talked into doing this. But she mm-hmm. goes for it, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they talk to the wedding planner, uh, Giles, since he's already met her once, the way he wants to just uh, uh, confuse her, just puts on that mustache. Yes. That's it. That's all it takes. There you go. Uh, She's like, you look familiar. But like, oh, never mind. You don't. Really. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there you go. I, I, I don't know. I guess... Does a mustache get a thing? It's like, is it like the Clark Kent Superman thing? Is just like one thing that you could put on your face? Is that so distracting? If you were going yeah. undercover, would you just, what would you do to cover your, uh, to disguise your identity? See, I, what would I do to disguise? Oh my goodness. I would wear sunglasses, a wig. Would you come That's up with that, like, a, uh, like a fake <laughs> and an accent? accent? Yeah. An accent? Yeah. Actually, I'm not that good at accents, so that may take the cover away. Um, or blow my cover, I guess. So no, I probably just do the wig and sunglasses, and never take the sunglasses off. <laughs> and never, like, and dark never speak. Ones. And don't speak. Just stare, and then just figure it out from there. But no, just, it'd be very hard to go. Just do what car. Angie did. Just wear a wig. That's yeah, it. just a wig. <laughs> nothing else. If you can tell, it's clearly a wig. But yeah, I think that was just a great play, though. The whole mustache, um, a play on every cop show you see, yeah. every cop movie you you've really looked into about the way that the people get disguised for these different um, undercover. Jobs jobs that they're doing Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's so simple us as the viewer to see them like that doesn't look like but then they play it off is it so i think that's what they were touching upon Mm -hmm. very much so in this michael you ever have a mustache i have i can't grow facial hair at all you have some facial hair well i have okay i have this this is um what i i I, like trim it up to be like this but otherwise (laughs) before i shaved like an hour and a half before i came here and this is what i got otherwise it was maybe a little longer than this like three days Got nothing. That's it? And oh. here's the thing. I, I have always had to be clean shaven because I was a television reporter for four years. And so nobody on TV actually wears facial hair like as a reporter. Mm-hmm. And so had to be clean shaven every single day. Couldn't do no shave. Couldn't do no shave November. Did you do no? I feel like you could grow a sick beard for no shave November. <laughs> I, it's all. It's just. It, it doesn't come in very thick. It just kind of just okay. like kind of comes in like this. But it doesn't really. It's not very something to be proud of. So <laughs> no, no, no. I think you could be proud of it. I kind of <laughs> got the best view and it looks pretty good. Oh, oh Nikki. Oh, yeah, please. I'm looking at that like, no, Yes. Some. <laughs> <laughs> you hairs there. <laughs> I say we take a vote. Are we just uh, growing our facial hair for the rest of the series? All right. That's it. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. No. 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 Don't raise your hand. No, we're, not doing it. we're doing it. No. Oh, come on, Mike. One Let's vote. do it. You got one vote. There you go. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, Three to right. one, you lost. Fine, fine. <laughs> all right. So uh, they get ready to do the wedding, uh, and, and the wedding gals is just waiting there at the altar. Yeah, uh, and it looks like Angie gets some cold feet. Yeah, well, the lieutenant is the one that's uh, initiating <laughs> yeah. it, which yeah. I think is incredible. <laughs> I absolutely love that. But then, yeah, he runs. He runs after her because she has uh, she has cold feet. Giles runs yeah. after her, and he's like, "This is a this mm-hmm. is a fake wedding." He's like, "No, but like she's my partner." My I love partner how her makeup life. is like <laughs> smeared all over her face, and then she just does a little tap, and then magically, mm-hmm. it's like she has fresh new makeup again. Yeah, and you're thinking in your head, well watching it like clearly this is what he's want he wants this is yeah. what he's been waiting yeah. for since you know he saw her yeah yeah and so then he actually calmed her down and says this is just like us as partners this, yeah. is, this is a marriage partnership yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i think it was also it was just so true how on her wedding day the bride is the most gorgeous woman ever mm-hmm. no matter how she looks she has to be so he walks mm-hmm. into the room and she has all this <laughs> mascara everywhere and she's bawling he goes you look so beautiful. He like just keeps saying how stunning she is, and then she looks at him, and it just goes to show that even on your wedding day, you look the prettiest. You have to be so. No, it's, and so they they get the, they get married, yeah. or they do the reception there, and then to prove that they're a real couple, they've got to do the dance. That's what the wedding planner before she can really go out forward with the deal. She was, is this a real couple? Let's make them do a dance. So yeah, they do a tango. Yeah, but it had to be a well thought out dance, yeah, yeah. Yeah. a well, well planned, very well planned, well, well thought out dance. Because mm-hmm. right, because I think that's what the the tradition is now for like all these oh, new yeah. couples getting married. Everyone do a funky dance. Yes. No one's really just slow dancing anymore. <laughs> to so prove this marriage is yeah. real. <laughs> well choreographed dance. Yes. I love how they had the costumes underneath, ready to go, just rip just, it off. and It was boom, fantastic, it was but fantastic. then Gal's knee goes out again. Uh, <laughs> I can't keep watching that knee go out. I'm sorry, but it's just too much. Like, I just, okay. Oh, do you, quit, do you like, cringe whenever you see bad injuries? No, I just, like, I mean, when I see body parts being mm. dislodged from where yeah. they're supposed to be, yeah, that I, I cringe a little bit. Like yeah. the skateboard fail videos where yeah. like, yeah. Oh. I can't see bones popping out of skin here. I don't know. Have you ever it's had a really bad injury that that has happened? Uh, knock on wood, no. 
Snowing, no one, but it's not going to happen. I'm like, you know, we'll take pray, it. But no, I haven't. I, um, I've only broken my thumb once Oof. when I was a kid. I like, I was really young and I, we were at the batting cage, my brother and I and my dad. And my dad was saying, no, we're just taking him. And we were, we did something with, I forget what we did for me earlier in the day. And my brother really wanted to go to the batting cage. So he was going to let him hit a few balls, but I was sitting there throwing a tantrum. I want to hit, I want to hit. <laughs> Finally, he was like, okay, one ball you can go in and hit, right? And he's like trying to help me and the ball comes and whacks no. my finger, <laughs> breaks my thumb, and that was mm. it. Uh, yeah, any never side let effects, that down. Any never side effects years down. later? Can you not like so move my it thumb, in a certain way? I mean, I think I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I don't know. Looks normal. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's a thumb. You can wear a ring it's on a it. Good it's a good thumb. Good. I'll say it's a good <laughs> thumb. So, yeah, it works well. Not having to yeah. pick things up like with two fingers. <laughs> yeah, just do the whole two finger thing. Well, I am left handed, so luckily it healed. So, okay, we're good. yeah. yeah. When, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but when I was first watching him hurt his knee, I thought, oh, maybe they're doing that to get out of the dance. And then I realized, oh, wow, no, he really did. And the falling still, and hurt yes. <laughs> uh, but that leads to a great chief scene between uh, Gina Tay and Angie Tribeca mm-hmm. where they go through various different receptions uh, <laughs> and get involved. They go to a Jewish wedding, uh, an Indian wedding, and an Irish wedding mm-hmm. and get involved in all the different kind of <laughs> yeah. traditional reception customs and dances yeah. they do in each of those. Yeah. Which I thought was a really nice touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think that just showed too because in the beginning everyone had their guns pointed at her like, hey, we got you. And yes. all of a sudden like the limbo. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone at weddings gets so excited yeah. about these little fun quirky <laughs> dances to do. So everyone's like, oh, the limbo. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do people still do like the limbo and the hokey pokey like would you do that at your wedding or is no, that old school no 100% no I would not do that at my wedding you have, you have to do some of those dances though to get some of the people onto the dance floor mm. some of the people who don't dance I'm not saying like not the, the limbo. limbo no no no, yeah, no. what about the chicken but, dance but well. the, no, um, I don't know everyone like flapping their wings <laughs> the electric slide the electric one. slide so you have yeah, to do some of those to get one. like regular people <laughs> onto the dance floor of like hey I love the electric slide no Oh. I was so upset when Cha Cha slide came out because I think it was like ruining the mm. electric slide, the original the slide. Right? <laughs> it was the knockoff slide. No, no Cha Cha slide. But that's why it's that the Hill Street Blues song. Uh, Mark, for next week, we'll do the uh, the electric slide. Yeah, right? We'll do that as our new opening song. Slide. Yes, there Just you go. Slide on this glass table. Be good. <laughs> but then a wedding tradition ends up catching the wedding yeah. planner at the end because mm-hmm. they throw the bouquet. She catches yeah. it there, and all yeah. the other uh, lucky ladies uh, try to attack her to get that bouquet mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. They so, really like, did a good dangerous. job. They really did a good job of sticking with the wedding theme mm-hmm. all throughout the episode. I mean, from the beginning of the wedding planner yeah. through the cake, through, you know, the wedding, and then the bouquet at the end. Yeah. Yeah, really nicely done. Well, I thought it was a tie-in to the fact that she threw the bouquet to basically catch her and just in the first episode when she threw the backpack. <laughs> to yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw the bouquet yeah. flying in the air, I was like, oh my gosh, is this how she's going to catch every single one of <laughs> them? Catch that. So we'll see, maybe third episode and she'll throw something see, out. This is why you yeah. can watch this show four times. Yeah. And yes. still not pick up everything. Yeah. And I love it how Giles was the one who caught it because he actually wants to get married <laughs> more than, you know, the women do. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we see that uh, Giles and uh, Trebek they hold yeah. the handcuffs there together, have a moment, uh, get so kind of caught up in each other that Gina Tashi escapes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who knows if she's going to be a recurring villain throughout the rest of the series or not? Possibly. I don't know. And that's how it ends. Yeah. yeah. That's Dude, it. Just, there's that's no, it. Yeah. There's no resolution. <laughs> yep. That was it. That was it, guys. It was done. But I think that shows though, that their love actually did rekindle through it because exactly. we were saying through it possibly yes. that it may be falling apart, but mm-hmm. right there at the end just shows that they can't get enough of each other. No. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We're going to see. And I feel like we're not getting enough of the show. We can't mm-hmm. get enough, guys. I know. Is like we're fans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a fan now. Yes. Absolutely. What do you think? I, here's when I was wondering about this show because this is a genre that you know it was really good. I feel a long time when you when you had Airplane, you had Neo Police Squad. Recently, I feel like they've tried to do it with a lot of movies, and I have not been a fan. Like I, mm-hmm. I judge them. No mm-hmm. offense, mm-hmm. but uh, like and there's even one coming out right now with one of the Wayans brothers, like oh, yeah, Fifty Shades, Shades of Black. Black. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I do a lot of those movies, and I'm like, Ugh. Not, yeah. so I was wondering what I would think of this. What I mean is this something that you guys have thought about coming into looking at this genre where it is a mock comedy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I'm I'm mostly a fan of it, but sometimes I'm not if it's done if it's done poorly. But I think they I think they did a great job with it, and it was just basically what we've been saying: the way that they were able to do the jokes. And I think the fact that it's only a half hour, yes, that mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm changes it too because it's quick it has mm-hmm. to be quick you have to get to the point very quickly mm-hmm. and you're not bored like we're saying we, we kept looking like oh my gosh time's up already yeah so I think it had to do a lot with the timing of it 
Yeah, and it's, since it's, I, there might be little things that kind of carry on from episode to episode, like Giles' yeah. leg, maybe, Gina Tay, maybe, but I mean, it's just 22 episode, 22 minutes to really just tell one kind of story. So yeah. you can really hit those hard and fast, drop it, and then start with a whole new set of uh, story beats to hit for the next episode. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't hit it the next episode, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like, no. even if they don't, like, talk <laughs> yeah. about, like, hey, did she get away? Is she going to be the villain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who okay. knows? Maybe doesn't not. Matter. Yeah. Like, that's how they set up the whole show. Who cares? We can do whatever yeah, exactly. we want. Whatever. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is what we thought of episode yeah. one and two of Angie Tribeca. But we want to know what yeah. you have to think as well. So you can follow us here on uh, on iTunes, uh, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like us on uh, YouTube as well. There, yeah. hashtag ABTV uh, Angie Tribeca. Yep. Reach and, out to uh, any of us on Instagram and Twitter. Absolutely. Yeah. So where, they, where can they find you, Nadine? So you can find me again on Instagram and Twitter at Nadine DP three, the number three, because number I didn't three. get it in one, time. To one and two. Three <laughs> three's right. a lucky number, yeah, though. It's it okay. is it's my lucky true. number. It's my lucky it's number. True. Why is it a lucky number, real quick? Uh, it was born on the third of July. Oh, oh, look at that. Yeah. All right. There you go. There you go. Michael, where can they find uh, you? Twitter at Michael Klaus TV and then Instagram at the only MC. The only one. The only one, guys. Right here. Mm-hmm. Facebook and Twitter, you can find me at Nikki Preston TV and Instagram at Nikki.Preston. There you go. And you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie and check me out over at iOS every Tuesday with my improv team, Max, at 930. That's going to do it for us here on AfterBuzz, guys. We'll see you next week with another yeah. episode there for Angie Tribeca. Right. Yeah. We're, heading, we're heading over to Nikki's house for some ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.